Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And we have lots of fun pop culture news to talk about. Last night, we had a fun event, though. That was great. Like one of the first events that we three of us did together in a really long time, like since before, (laughs) aka COVID. Um, BC. Yeah. What did you guys think? It was fun, right? It was fun to meet all At Betches fans. Yeah, that was really cool. Just seeing the people who came out who were like fans of podcasts and what we're doing and feels like things are coming back. It was such a nice day. It's like such a it's such yeah. a hopeful time of year. I well, love this time of wood? year. <laughs> it's going to still be like, the time of year. Yeah. Okay, the time of year. <laughs> yeah. I really love when we meet people who are like listeners or followers. I always find it so like, weird when people are like I love my followers it's like it's like how do you know but then when you meet people in person it's really exciting someone came up to us I want to say her name was Felicia and she said that um referencing an old episode Jordana is the sex I am the city and you are the and the the. yeah you're doing all the work there shout out to Felicia (laughs) yeah (laughs) I think it was Felicia if it wasn't Felicia it was okay I remember yes it was great I got to work on my, you know, I never told that story. And I feel like now's a good time to tell the story of, oh. uh, of meeting the person on the street. Okay. Yes. This is the time. Although it was really okay. a you up fan, but okay. Well, you know what? I think it's, I think it's relevant. I'm not sure if, if anyone has picked up on this, who's listening, but I'm sure Sam and Eileen know I'm not, I'm pretty socially awkward. I always have been. Eileen will attest to, to how it's probably much better now than it was in like sixth grade. When, yeah. we, when we started becoming friends. Um, but I'm not the best with social interactions, especially meeting strangers. Like I say, I like, I like to say I give a good fifth impression. Like <laughs> most, most people do not meet me and like really like me right away. So we were in, I'll take this all the way back to February when Sammy and I were in Nashville for our secret project, not so secret anymore. We were selling faux pas and we were in a coffee shop before we're supposed to like go um, to the meeting that we're supposed to go to. And someone recognizes Sammy in the coffee shop. And it's funny because like everywhere we went, you like asked for recommendations for Nashville. So obviously everywhere where you everywhere we went was like huge group of girls. Like, <laughs> but the, but this, wasn't even a, this wasn't a recommendation. This was like a coffee place around the corner from the hotel that was like close by. But it no, was, was very it was much. One of the, oh, it, it was, was a recommendation. Yes, oh, you're it right. Was it was a recommendation. It was. We picked it because it was recommended. Yes. Huge group of girls. There were like several bachelorette parties. <laughs> yeah. So when someone recognized Sammy and I and like, I'm pay- I'm paying for like our breakfast while the person does the person doesn't know who I am, but they're like I follow you on Instagram, blah blah blah. She's like, and Sammy was like, she like turned on this part of herself that was like so friendly and like so like you know what I mean, like ask a million questions. Like they would just feel felt like so natural and such an amazing flow. <laughs> and <laughs> then finally, like then the girl leaves, and I'm like to her, um, and I'm just like awkwardly like paying next to her while she's like. <laughs> like fangirling over sammy um and i'm like how did you do that like that's like to say you're so yeah Yeah. like you're so good at like meeting people and like that just felt like you felt like you were so excited to like 
meet this person and be not that like she shouldn't be, but I'm just saying like I was like I wish I could be like that around any stranger that I meet, but like especially someone. It's cool, you know, when when we happen to run into someone who's like a fan of any of the shows that we do or of Betches in general, and you know, sometimes we do we do get people who who recognize us, and it's so flattering and it's so great to like meet people. And I'm always like really awkward with it, so I was like <laughs> impressed by yeah the way you. that I Sammy mean, ex- handled it. It's exciting to meet people. Wait, but this this isn't even the good part of the story. This is this, this is like yeah, this, ba- this is still background, but it is very exciting. Yeah, I've already to told you this story, but I told you a while ago. So I know, but forgot. I'm laughing at like what's to come. <laughs> <laughs> so Sammy's like to me, she's like, oh, it's like super easy. You just need to like ask a lot of questions. Like that's how you like get through any like awkwardness and like like just be friendly. Just and talk ask as questions you would talk to that, anybody. Yeah, like how you read it, like. If you meet your friend's friends, what would you say? <laughs> so she's giving me all these things. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, okay, that seems like not too hard. Then it's like a week later. We're back in New York. Um, I'm leaving the office and I'm like walking towards like I'm walking uptown. And I'm uh, and someone on the street approaches me. She's like, oh, like, are you Jordana? Like, and I'm like, yeah. Um, she's like, I'm a big fan of you up and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Okay, here's my chance. Like in my head, I'm like, I'm gonna practice all the things that Sammy taught me last week. So um, she's like, I'm a big you up fan. I'm like, oh, like where do you live? <laughs> she's like, what? I'm like, where do you live? I'm like, she's like, oh, like I. <laughs> she's like, I'm actually just here, like seeing like my grandma and blah blah. blah. And then she goes, I forgot what her name. She goes, I'm Rebecca. And I'm like, oh yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm Jordana. She goes, I go, but you already. I go, then I go, I'm Jordana. But she goes, but you already know that. Um, <laughs> and then the girl was like, found me so incredibly awkward that she like ended the conversation and walked away. From me. She's oh like, well, I'm sure you, I'm sure you've got places to go. <laughs> Where do you live? Oh yeah, my god! I, I was like, when she goes, I'm Rebecca. I was like, oh fuck, that was a good one. I should have asked that. <laughs> Okay, but the re- okay, but okay. I think it's the reason you asked where do you live is because when you would ask, you said me, like, to ask what do you questions. ask? <laughs> no, be- when I was because I was giving you a sample. No, okay, when I said ask, what's questions, your social security number? What's your mom's name? <laughs> ask about the normal questions you ask a person when you're in a situation. <laughs> like, okay, I think okay, I think when I think you, I told an example of a story of running into someone in my neighborhood walking the dogs and i asked the person do you live around here because i live around yeah. here so it's, <laughs> it's like oh are we named it's, it's asking like yeah oh, but like, do you live around here is so different than right. where do you but live Jordan, but Jordan, <laughs> where are your you parents know, yeah what floor do you live on <laughs> what's so your if you, wait, pin? if you meet a fan in an elevator a relevant <laughs> question would be what floor live on that's yeah it's, it entirely depends on the it's like it's entirely context dependent and it's just like just imagine it's like you're meeting anybody like just anyone <laughs> literally <laughs> well uh, it's um, just like a funny first question before yeah. like any like introductions are made <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah and it's just like in my head it was just like i was like great i have all the tools this time like i know what i'm gonna do <laughs> You deployed them. Yes. Very, very badly. Very awkwardly. So I made her on a flow chart (laughs) of of questions to ask depending on like the context. Because she was, then I learned that it's not a one size fits all approach to questions. Yeah. And you should always start with, what's your name? 
Yeah. What's your name? Probably. Unless they say, hi, I'm so-and-so. In which case, don't really start there. Hi, I'm Rebecca. Hi, <laughs> what's your name? <laughs> oh, God. This is yeah. Right. I yeah, love it's it. Like, Sammy's has to, the flow chart has to be so specific that it's like you're an alien that was dropped on <laughs> Earth trying to impersonate a normal yeah. human person interacting in the world. Oh, it's, it's so funny. Okay. Just pretend that like. But last night it was better because we were at a we were at a contextual event where you know everyone. Did you ask anyone you can where ask they what live? What people do? Right, for sure. The which special talents on the name tags were actually cool because you look at someone's name and then right underneath it's like they love. Oh, I felt weird staring at everybody's boobs. <laughs> okay, well, you're not staring at their boobs. You're clearly looking at their name tag. Well, it's not clear because like you take a second to read and like sometimes it's a little bit mushed up with the clothes. <laughs> so just staring. Right. Right, but like no one thinks you're. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> I feel like the pandemic uh, did a number on like social interactions <laughs> because yeah, I it's sometimes I find myself saying shit. It is easier on Zoom, but I sometimes I find myself saying shit and like it just comes out so ridiculous sounding compared yeah, to how it but was in you're my. You're not head. alone, so it's fine. And it's also you don't have to worry about your body language on Zoom because they can't really mm. see your body, right? Right. Like figuring out which direction to, do you need like a help with figuring out which angle to turn your body? Because that is also a key piece of. Well, it's like, you don't want to be like crossing your arms because I feel like that. It's like standoffish. I don't know. I think you're overthinking that part. Probably. I think just like pretend that like I'm introducing you to a new friend that I I made. What would you say to them? When has that happened? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've learned better than to introduce you to any of my new friends. I'm joking. That was just like a, you set me up for that. Come on. Let's um, close it out by saying thank you, everyone, for coming out last night. We had fun. And that episode that we recorded live, which was all about like career advice, um, that's going to come out on App Etches. So yes. fun. Bonus episode. This weekend. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. So should we talk about some stuff? Courtney and Travis got married at a courthouse with no guests except grandma, mm-hmm. T- MJ, and Travis's dad. Because they're going to have another wedding, right? In Italy? Apparently. Yeah. Didn't Kim already do that? Yeah. 
maybe a different her part of glam Italy. for her wedding was amazing <laughs> that was like just like the best yeah it was like so i mean their pictures were so like them like you know i don't know what did you <laughs> just like okay, i just cool. don't get why yeah i feel like for the people like them it's more of like a why not you know, who was there only MJ two pe- and oh. there are no kids yeah, like, why don't we do, like, just truly, All like... the most important people in our lives, except for our children. Isn't there, like, famous... Their favorite movie, like, True Romance? And, like, that they always talk about that. And they were, like, trying to potentially, like, recreate that vibe. Like, that they're, you know, these... Also? Killers, you know, on the run. Are you sure run. that's not Machine Gun Kelly and... And no, Megan? it's their okay. favorite movies, True Romance. They've talked about it a lot. I'm really upset that I know this. Um, <laughs> no, it's good that you know this. <laughs> what happens in True Romance? I don't know. Okay, gets well, married. Maybe it's, it's Christian okay. Slater and Patricia Arquette. That's so 80s. Very. Oh, it's Quentin Tarantino. Maybe this is for like their personal and um, their Finsta wedding and the other one is to be filmed. Maybe. Maybe. I guess that could be... That could be... Um, the real reason it's so interesting because she's in, they were in such a rush to get married and she was with scott for so long and they never got married well he if you're watching kardashians which i'm loving scott is like upset but at the same time like she just keeps saying he didn't do the things he i asked him to do which that's fair and she just and she seems like in love the only thing that i really hated about the last they're absurd on the show. They're like constantly making out and it's really uncomfortable. But <laughs> the thing that I really hated about last episode, and I, I know you guys didn't watch, but I'm just going to talk to the audience then, is the part where, so like it would last episode, the one that came out, I'm not talking about the one that came out this week, but the last episode, Travis surprises Courtney with an engagement, like an hour away from where they live. They had a bunch of their family there like to surprise them. You know, this is like the whole beach engagement. But um, Travis's older kids were there. Like, they're not little, but none of Courtney's kids were there. Scott wasn't there. And they had a scene where, like, Penelope uh, FaceTimes her, and the reaction is filmed, and Penelope's, like, crying, and she's really upset Aww. because she saw it on, like, TikTok. And, like, they show the reaction on TV, and I, I doubt they had, like, an, I mean, I don't know if they had a choice to show that, but I was really upset by that because it was, like, that they it showed it or that it happened? That they showed it. Like okay. that whether it happened is like not entirely in Courtney's control because it was like Travis who planned it and the mom made a decision, blah, blah, blah. Like that part's like the part's messed up, but whatever. They had that was their choice, but like the filming of it and showing this kid's reaction, but being upset that their mom like that's like right. so she doesn't have a say in that, Penelope. It's, I found that if, really if it's icky, filmed, yeah. and I really didn't like it. And I felt, and then they were just, then they had a conversation with the sisters about it. And maybe they didn't have a choice that they didn't think that Penelope was going to have that reaction. They didn't have a choice but to air it because of Hulu or whatever. But I think they did. And I think that they probably made the decision, like, I'm, I'm going to show my whole life. I'm going to show my whole life. And but, but she didn't make the decision, Penelope, right? No, no, no. I, I mean, the Kardashian, I mean, Courtney yeah. or, or Chris. I'm saying that's why it's messed up because it's not like I she's like, really messed up. she's like old enough to really give her consent or even yeah. if she, even if she did say it was okay she, how old is she like nine she's pretty young yeah it was just that part like can't you say that about the whole show though like this is what they do to their kids like 
that you saw this one, but like I'm sure there's so many more of these types of incidents that happen in their lives, like on the but like, all this the time. Is- to me, this is like different though. Like your kid is having like an emotional reaction to something kind of big that happens in your life. And that hasn't happened much on the show. You're selling like, it. You're selling that moment. You're selling that moment. And I really, that part really upset me. But I haven't seen much of that. I don't know. I, I mean, mean like, I don't just mean like that moment. I mean, ultimately they, the position yeah. that their children are in, they could have chosen to say, we're not going to show them till they're a certain age or we're not yeah. going to like, put them on the show ever until they're some age, whatever. Like the, yeah. the Kardashian and, and the reason it does feel like especially unfair is because the Kardashians and the Jenners, more so the Kardashians, did get to like become adults before they like decided to show their whole lives. But the kids were usually in the mostly in the background. They're very rarely plot points. And this was a point. Like this right. was a plot, a point for drama because after yeah. that they had a whole conversation and then Kendall was bringing up like Scott and Court and the whole thing and like why weren't they there? Like to me, like that was part of the plot. Usually the kids are sort of in the background being cute and it's not so much about like them and their feelings. Right. Okay, that's, I see, your, that's I see the why the only it's place where it's a little different and I felt like I felt uncomfortable watching it. But I am enjoying the show in general. <laughs> how do you feel about, how do you yeah. think Scott, it's weird. Like my first thought is like, what is Scott feeling? Everyone says that, but Scott's being like annoying. Scott like, had, had his chance. Why am I not getting invited to things? Why I'm like bitching about not getting invited yeah, to things. You're not in this member of this family, Scott. Well, no, no. The, the whole thing is that like, Chris, well, he lost his parents like within a month. And Chris always said to him, like, you're you're a part of our family or part of our family. And a lot of them do say that. But like now the it's really court. It's kind of Courtney's. It's up to Courtney the way that she's like dictating how to treat Scott. She doesn't really like give a fuck, it seems. But well, would you I mean, if you're her and you were dealing with his shit for 20 years, like yeah. three, like all these kids, would, it's would you be like, yeah, sure, I'll give him a chance. It's like he really had many chances. Yeah, and I also don't know how much is played up for TV. You know, it's not sure. like you don't actually know. His he just appears very bizarre on the show to me. He looks like very like like his face is just like it's a lot of Botox. <laughs> just <laughs> he gives me like real Patrick Bateman vibes. Yeah, like, real. That's um, his idol. Right? Oh, we watched that <laughs> last night actually. American Psycho. Oh, it's, it's yeah. so good. It was great. Yeah. I feel bad for Penelope. Saw, oh, Africa. Brings me back. Brave Africa. My own parents' Africa. divorce. Oh, boy. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want How so? Because I remember I was like nine years old. My parents got divorced. And I remember my mom was like dating someone like very quickly, like after. And I remember being like really upset by it. You know? Yeah. It was an yeah. upsetting thing. And then imagine your parents. She was making out with her new her new boyfriend like all over the news. Yeah, my mom like, was doing that too. I mean, not on the news. <laughs> Courtney said though, like she was saying like when my mom and her dad broke up, cause they broke up before Rob died. Rob, the dad. Right, yeah, died. they were divorced. She was saying the, the thing that made them feel less anxious, like the kids, kids, was when like their dad accepted Bruce or Caitlin now, but that was when like their tension like kind of was relieved and the pressure was relieved because they don't necessarily have to hold on to that anymore. So I thought that was like actually a good point. That she is, was saying like, you know, it's like, cause yeah. you're holding on to that 
that but tension. But she can't control that if he's going to be like, except Scott's going to be accepting. Exactly. So that's why Courtney was saying like, for the kids, it's mm-hmm. on Scott to sort of, you know, go push past discomfort and accept Travis. But it's also on Courtney to be like, a little bit a little more sensitive to the sensitive just a little but then again he's also like cheated on her and did all this fucking shit so it's like it's not about him it's, really, it's about more like i think it's more about it's about when it's about the kids like so it's really just when you think about the kids as the priority i think that's when you kind of have to put your own shit aside but again easier said than done so also easier when you're not incentivized by like your television show to make it more dramatic than it needs to be true that's true. That's very true. But again, I really like this version. And I'm just, I just like, I'm sitting there watching it and I'm like, so fucking brilliant. Like, this show was on for like 20 years or whatever, 20 seasons on E. And I wasn't like watching episodes. Like, I watched like the last season and they were like, goodbye forever. And they're like, oh, new show on That Hulu. was so weird. I thought that they were making such a big thing of ending when they didn't even end. But now I'm like liking this show and. I mean, like the production quality is different. They're able to talk like shit about like they're allowed to say names more so than like before. They don't really skirt around certain issues. Should we just end our podcast and, like and then restart it? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I mean, we've that, done that. that. To me, that's <laughs> the, like, are we not on bench slapped right now? <laughs> no, we do it again. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that it was it's brilliant because I'm watching it. And I'm really enjoying it. So, I mean, it's also different like I don't know. The production quality is different. Like they're really, they're showing a little bit more glitz and glam and I'm liking that. So yeah. I agree. I think that they, I think you're right. Like a lot of people didn't watch it, but now I feel like people who weren't, who stopped watching it, it got almost like a re, got like a resurgence. Yeah. Resurgence. And there's a lot more like relationship drama than there has been before. Plus like the, you guys didn't watch it, but did you see on TikTok of how Kendall cannot cut a cucumber? Yeah. Oh, I that, that scene yeah. was so funny, like in the longer version, because Kendall's like, oh, I can make a snack. No worries, mom. And she like pulls out a cute. She's like, I'll do a little cucumber and hummus. And Chris is just like, chef, chef, can you uh, cut up some cucumbers? And she's like, don't worry, mom, I've got it. And she like does not have it. And Chris is like really stressed out. Kendall's going to chop her whole hand off. She's like, chef. Chef, please put the chop the. It was it was really funny. Is there any chance Kenzel was high? Because I saw some. Sp- I was like, I've really <laughs> tried to. Possible. I've really tried to understand, like, because she didn't. I don't <laughs> care how who she is. Like, you know how to cut a vegetable. No, I really don't think she's ever chopped or seen up. anyone chop anything in their life. She was like twelve when the show first. Aired. I wasn't cutting. She wasn't chopping. Yeah, but you saw 12. people do it. Either no. way, I think. And then I saw someone speculate on Twitter that she was high, and I was like. Uh, maybe that's probably that's I was possible like, you know what? maybe <laughs> like maybe that explains she, it it's very possible but like at the same time it was just she couldn't figure it out like and it, was it wasn't really just funny. The posi- it wasn't just the positioning she just like, didn't know how to hold a cucumber or a knife and she was just like slicing things too thin she's like oh oh i can't chop for life for my life like it was just very funny We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip, 
no problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes, bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. All right, let's move on from the Kardashians, shall we? The main thing that's going on <laughs> that people are the most interested in in this country, I saw like a, a trending poll. yeah, thing where like people really give a shit the most right now is about the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. Like it's the most, it's the thing that's people are most engaging with. And um, are you guys following it closely at all? I'm like vaguely sort of semi following it, but I'm not watching it. I'm not really watching clips from it. And I'm not really reading like the commentary because honestly, it feels kind of gross. Like this isn't a case about abuse. This is like a defamation case about abuse. And knowing, I guess, like the circumstances of it, it just seems like they're exploiting a really abusive relationship and that that's going to have really bad like ripple effects on other women talking about their abusers. And I don't know. The whole thing just gives me like really big ick. Big ick. I mean, I'm not following it like I'm watching it daily, but I'll watch little clips here and there. And it, I agree. It makes you feel like, eh, but it is really interesting and you never see something like this before. Never. And I get why it's a spectacle because it's a live. It's a spectacle also because they're they're actors too. And so you're like deciphering who's acting. Then there's this like long history of like what they have and have not done in their past. Like the big thing that was like the news, quote news. <laughs> what is the news anyway? But in the news that was happening was that like Amber 
kept there's all this um footage from amber in the past going around saying she donated a bunch of money right oh, yeah. like that from she their won divorce in the trial, or the divorce that was it yeah divorce and she and she donated she all said this she money, was gonna donate like four million some a large sum and then through this trial it was like shown that she only gave like 250,000 or something much much smaller still a significant amount of money but like compared to what she said it's much smaller and so like that's the thing that they're like talking about and like i guess they're trying to make her seem like an like not credible at all but like every that she shit on his bed yeah and she's saying that that was the dog and like there's just like it just makes it all like so and then the fact people just like love johnny depp because he has this like he's very charismatic and she looks it's it's all about appearances like this whole thing is about appearances she's making the space she's making the space and then there was this like viral video where people were wondering she was either like she allegedly like did a bump off of her her tissue or people were saying is that like a some sort of drug that like makes you cry and then others were saying that she was posing for the camera in that moment to show that she was crying and again like there's a lot it's like a lot remember i was saying there's like overwhelmingly a lot of anti amber heard sentiment and it's still very much that case and so like i agree with you sammy like that's why it's icky because it's not good for believing women even if in this specific scenario she may not be in the right you know so yeah that part is icky right like people are gonna take this case and they're gonna use it to as their like example in future things i think where you might have like some blurred lines around what went on or like mutual abuse. Like that's another thing. It's like mutual abuse does not like make one person free of fault. right or wrong. Yeah. And that's, what's really kind of, I don't know what another word to use. I, it does not properly describe it, but what's like really unsettling about this is that like, they're both, I would love to see like a couples therapist, Dr. Naomi Bernstein, maybe, (laughs) you know, like analyze this in a non like legal circus setting, you know? Right. Unless I think it it could be an interesting thing. It's also just like, I mean, especially for trials. And I find this obviously to be the frustrating thing about any trial is that you really just don't know. You don't know who's lying. Like there's no. That's why there's a trial. I know, but there's no, (laughs) but I'm saying like it's a lot of like the trials are like manipulation of like facts um, and getting like people to believe a certain thing based on like the way that certain facts are presented. So it does seem like it's like a show. That's what I'm saying. It's like a spectacle. It's a show. show. I'm just kind of like, because you feel yourself like feeling strongly one way or the other. And then you're like, but is, I don't know, like maybe yeah. I'm being duped. Maybe like this person's yeah. right. Maybe that person's right. And like, or maybe there wasn't a hint of this. And there's just like no way to know for sure. And it's just such a, it's weird to see that just unfold in front of you. I'm watching The Staircase um, oh, on HBO. Good? People love it. I watched the documentary. The acting is so good. I watched the documentary too, but I, it was a little boring. The acting yeah. is really, really good. Colin Firth, like the people acting are so good. And Tony Collette, really- like- it's just uh she's the best yeah it's just and even uh sophie turner like they're all it's a really well done show and it's also about a trial so it's just kind of like what is the truth i don't know don't you feel like in like a lot of past trials let's take oj you know i would say like the big the big celebrity trial that everyone thinks about you kind of i don't think there's as much like uncertainty around the reality in in other trials 
Like, I think a lot of trials, it's like, will the jury convict? And it's a question of like, what will they decide on something that people are pretty clear on what happened or like pretty almost as close to certain as you can be about what happened? Like the George Floyd trial, people were, that's obviously very different from this, but people were watching that to see if the jury was going to convict or not, not to see like, did he do it? Right. It's like, yeah, I think in this case, this is, did they do it? Right. But that's what I'm saying. This is different because it's like a spectacle of who's right, which elements are true. Who's lying. Yeah. Who's lying about what? Who's acting. Also, some of it could be true and some of it could be a lie or some of it could be an exaggeration or like, this is my interpretation of how it happened versus his. Some things are like true or not true. It's like also the whole other. Do you know what I mean? Like some of it is just like, did you hit? someone did you kill someone that's fat that's a right at the the end of the day though this trial is a defamation uh, case and johnny depp is very much i think in the public opinion very much vindicated like i don't think that he's now as defamed for in hollywood i don't think so i think people want to see him like i that's the vibe i'm getting like people are very much pro johnny like and that's yeah that's i think people vibe, are regardless of him. how this how this ends i think a lot of people are pro him and they think that this this trial being publicized has made him look like much bigger victim than i think anyone would have had any mm-hmm. idea about before whether that's again whether that's right or wrong True or not yeah i don't know exactly we will never really know we'll just know what they tell us but um or what it seems like from this trial but it definitely has done a, and he, that's why he wanted it to be filmed she didn't want it to be filmed so i do think if his goal when that was to probably like get not be like blacklisted from Hollywood, it's probably working. This is the performance <laughs> I of mean, his life. <laughs> that was honestly, yeah, I think I think that that's true. And I think that he was smart to do that because he knew that all of he's these a good sort actor. of like <laughs> a he's a good actor. And I think he knew and he's very charming. Maybe he is right, too. Like, we don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe he, I don't think there's like maybe he a thinks right. the truth will prevail and I want everyone to see it. I agree that people are pro Johnny, but like in my mind, I don't think that he's less abusive. I just think that she's more abusive. Like that's the only difference. Like the only difference is that instead of me thinking he was abu- like me assuming yeah. that like her abuse he of innocent, him, right. that's that not- he's innocent. I don't think he's innocent. I just think that like it was a more tumultuous and she played a bigger role in the abuse and it's more mutual than like yeah. Yeah. before. Which honestly, he probably wanted that to be the case because, yeah, you do feel worse for a man who is caught up in mutual abuse than you do for someone who is abusing somebody. Right. To me, it just kind of looks like it's like two people with a lot of issues, maybe one more than the other. But like the whole thing, I don't think either of them look incredible in this in this thing. I really want a documentary about this. Like I want a whole thing to show all of the clips. Who will play Johnny Depp? No, I want them. I want to use the real footage of it and to watch the real thing. And but it's really crazy. So we have like some notes here about like what people are doing to see this because it's like people are crazed over it, that people are paying thousands of dollars to like get one of the wristbands to be allowed as an observer. Apparently, a fan said she used a year's worth of paid vacation to be there spent like 30,000 on expenses. Um, Oh, also, Julia Fox. Our fave has um, joined the conversation and said, this is a quote. I think she retracted this afterwards, but she said, did she hit him? Yes. Was it abuse? 
No, you need to have power to be able to abuse it. She was 25. He clearly was always way more powerful, including physically and financially. Um, apparently, she got some like, you know, pushback. I don't on think what that she that said. is a good take, personally. No. Yeah, I no, I don't think. Okay, I think that the spirit of what she's trying to get at is true. Like, there's more power for an, an older man who's very powerful and very famous to a 25 year old. Yeah. less famous woman i think that's true in general like the power dynamic but that doesn't mean that she's incapable of abuse like of course she can do really horrible things to him right that doesn't Again, that doesn't eliminate doesn't any her. responsibility yeah. for her at all i don't think that eliminates any response also like there's different power because also because he is much more famous and much more rich she has a lot more power to bring him down like he has more to yeah. lose in that in that sense. Like she has more power in terms of like things she says make a greater impact on like his future. And also saying, did she hit him? Yes. Was it abuse? No. Like that doesn't. Right. Like yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's abuse. Yes, physical abuse. Yeah. Like <laughs> yes. Right. Unless it was like complete like defense, which is not really not said. the case. Yeah. Not the case. If so, you could be Amber Heard's psychologist still- or Johnny Depp's, whose would you be? I feel like, I mean, Amber Heard comes off Johnny. as a little bit of a sociopath. So I don't think she's like being, she's potentially able to be helped if she has like a personality disorder, which are very, very hard to treat. So I would yeah. prefer to be Johnny's. Johnny would just be more entertaining, like as a therapist, like he would just have probably wild stories. And apparently he speaks in like a way that is really hard to decipher sometimes. And that would be really fun to try to decipher, <laughs> you know, like he like says the stuff like that doesn't you know his sentences don't always go in order (laughs) his words don't really um follow the traditional formula of a sentence so like and you're just like what are you talking about and so yeah he's almost like captain jack sparrow (laughs) he is which i watched again recently um that was my peak of loving johnny Depp. good in it no because i think he was like playing a version of himself (laughs) really not chocolat Oh, I love I feel like we saw that together. It's like your dad, baby. My dad loves Juliette Binoche. <laughs> your dad used to take us to a lot of movies. Yeah, we saw. What he would he, like he sit away us, from us because he didn't want anything to do with us. He took us to American Pie. Oh, he took yeah. us, or like American Pie Two, one of them, and he took us to um O, the oh, like, yeah. Othello that was uncomfortable. With, with with like uh, Julia Stiles. <laughs> it was like with so much sex in it, and like. You and I were like sitting like four rows away from my dad and I like looked over and he was like <laughs> shrinking in the seat. <laughs> oh, that was fun. That was fun. Can your dad take us to the movies again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it wouldn't be as awkward this time. He's just, he's funny. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. Let's talk about something else, something big that happened recently. One of our fave gals, Britney Spears, announced that she lost her pregnancy. She suffered a miscarriage. Really sad. Very sad. But I think that you said it was that in one of our episodes when she announced it was that she definitely kind of rushed to announce it. Like she said it. Right. She said that, that they were like so excited and they said it too early. I wonder, did she say like how early they announced it and how early like she give any color on? It must have been pretty early because she was talking about like she went on a vacation and then she came back and she was like bloated and she... So I'm sure it was like in the early, early (laughs) range. Because it says on here, it says on April 11th, she posted a picture of those pink flowers and said, quote, so I got a pregnancy test and, uh, well, I'm having a baby. So it seems as if she posted it almost immediately. And she told everyone. And she told everyone. And, you know, like, I feel for her. Like, that's. You know, you're so excited. She because she wanted to get pregnant for so long. In, in the past, she said that like her team forced her to have an IUD, and right. she finally got it removed. And she was excited. How old? I think she's. I feel like she's like forty two ish. Forty two ish. Forty. 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 Okay. So she's forty years old. So I'm sure that, you know, like I'm sure it's not easy at at this age. But either I'm if she wants to be pregnant, I maybe she'll pursue it through like IVF or something. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's probably like 
good idea for her to, you know, work with the doctor on that anyway, I would say. Who knows if she is or isn't. Like, we don't actually know what she's doing. But I wish Brittany the best. And um, speaking of people who are pregnant at 40 plus, can we briefly just discuss, did you watch Beverly Hills last night? Uh, um, yes. Yes. It was really good. Is Beverly Hills yes. about to enter a new golden age? Uh, but Diana <laughs> is gonna be good. There's something up there. I'm gonna, I actually, I was too tired to do it last night, but today I'm gonna do a deep dive into Must her. Must read yeah, about there's her. There's some she is shit a good going on. Cast How member. old did she have this Yeah, there's yet? some 42. stuff going on there. 42, just had a baby. There's a blind item that one of the new, one of the Beverly Hills cast members is like the Ghislaine Maxwell of the West Coast. So, so I watched that this morning. I was a little confused how she had this baby. She said, okay, so she said, my husband and I, they're married, right? I think. Fiance? Yeah. Asher? Fiance are 15 years apart and he is 32. 30, 30, so you 33. do the math. 33. 33. So you do the math. And oh, so, so she's I was 47. Like, no, she's 48. She's 48. I think now she's 49, someone was yeah. saying, which means she had this baby at like 47-ish. I thought they said she had it at 42. Did they not the say that? The baby is one. Yeah. I'm going to rewatch it and find that information. But I think the point is she had she had a very recent late in life pregnancy. Yes. Which was interesting. Wait, so did you do any like deep dives into her? I haven't, but I plan to today. I didn't have any time last night. Um, that is on my list for today because there was apparently a blind item about one of the Beverly Hills housewives being the Ghislaine Maxwell of the West Coast. And that obviously caught my eye. So I'm going to... And because, I mean, it's out there that she is... I mean, she's a young People call her... There are articles out there that refer to her as like a, quote, madam, allegedly. Right, right. So that's why I'm assuming it's her because she's the only one I've been... I've heard referred to as that. very rich because of her divorce from this investment banker. I I was looking it up and he... They got married in 1999. They got divorced in 2011, but she still lived in their Malibu home that's worth $87 million. Which is Which what? Is that's insane. $87 million. That's a lot like, of money. Just for the, her Davina home. cannot so. sell a house for that price. So no, we know it cannot. is. We know she, it is tough. It is a lot. And she has multiple homes and she moves around a lot. And it's just all very interesting. What do you think is the difference between an eighty-seven million dollar house and like a eight million dollar house? Well, you got to watch Selling Sunset. No, no. between eighty-seven <laughs> and eight, I think a lot. Between eighty-seven and sixty, it's what the market like will bear. It's like between eighty-seven and like probably location, million. location, size, size, amenities, a plot of land, like Who the designed amount of it? land, the architect. What are the taxes on that? There's a lot. <laughs> probably extremely high <laughs> um you want one yeah <laughs> does she have her own businesses it says on it says she has her own businesses but i doubt that's where she's making her money so like well she right? has that neuro it was called neuro drink or something that was on the show that's one of her businesses well she got 250 million in her settlement maybe she invested well as well i don't think you even need to invest that well if you have 250 million dollars <laughs> she's like okay. has a lot of like interesting celebrity connections like Elton John and like all of this stuff and knows everybody. She's just very interesting. And I thought like also from- So, so did Ghislaine Maxwell. Okay, well, you know, we can make draw these connections by the things that we share. But she, the whole episode was good, I thought, because 
just act, everyone's acting crazy. The dinner was like prime. prime. The dinner was great. Prime Erica Jean was prime for- creeping me out when she was doing the whole like slander. <laughs> slander. Yeah. Like that was, I was like, please stop, please stop, please She's stop. She's scaring it. me a little bit. Yeah. She's freaking me out. And then I watched, was everyone was kind of annoying in their own way. Everybody shut was up. being you shut bizarre, up. bizarre, and like when Kyle like confronted Sutton, that was weird. I also enjoyed when Kyle was like how fo- like celebrating how phony that like interaction was because I thought that was great and like real with yeah. Garcelle. Um, where Garcelle yes. was like, "No, you don't love her." <laughs> yes, like, that was good. And Garcelle being like, "You sh- stop it," and Erica's like, "I just love it too much." And then you guys. I told you last night to watch What Happens Live because Erica was on it with Christine Quinn. I watched and, it this morning. Oh, Erica, can you agree that Erica was being wild? She was being wild. She kind of felt like she was being like the same way she was being on the show, which was like, ugh, like a lot. She was being like intense, like like intense and like t- just like laughing, like just it, laughing in a way that was the joker evil (laughs) yeah she was being very much the joker she was just like i love this like (laughs) she was just acting intense and i have my suspicions about like why but i won't share them and you can draw your own like i don't like i mean she was i don't drinking and etc like she was actively drinking on the on the show you could see it and i thought she was almost like trying to like play up this character of this like i think she's decided that's who she's gonna be now yeah now i'm getting this like i'm this fabulous woman who likes to drink and she's like wants to be diana jenkins <laughs> because yeah. you could feel that like when she was like introduce me to this person now like you know on the show right. it's just all very and i'm really loving how much cringe i'm feeling <laughs> when sutton and erica were like yelling at each other like Fuck you or like shut yeah up. no you shut up i was like yeah Oh my god! I'm like at a dinner like that. I feel like felt like I was there. I loved it. <laughs> and then Diana was like, "This is classless." I was like, "This is so good." And then Kyle's Kyle's confessional, where she was like, um, "She's like, and and yes. definitely brought her own receipts." And then and then she was like, "This is classless." She's like, "Oh, I don't know what you're talking that about." That was I don't so have any funny. Kyle was great too. Can we clarify something that happened? Like, Sun brought the receipts, proved Rina wrong, but then some for some reason was apologizing to Rina. Like, did something happen in the middle that I missed? Where no, nothing happened. She just apologized because Garcelle was going to leave because Garcelle it was being wanted classless. to leave, and I okay. think also like the classy thing probably got to okay. her. But then yesterday night, last night, Rina posted stories with email proof, like people who work at the Elton John Foundation, proving her side of the story, saying Sutton canceled the table. Um, we can get you in last. We're scrambling. We can get you in last two. If you do something for IMDb, you can sit at the IMDb table, and that's all on Lisa Rinna's stories. So, but there's also there's also posts of like tax re- refunds where like Sutton paid I think it was like seventy thousand dollars to the Elton John Foundation. I think it's possible that like maybe she did cancel the table, but I don't know if we're ever going to know what exactly happened. Yeah, I it totally don't been, care like, about a this lost drama, in translation though. thing with the assistants. I have a question about what did you think about the conversation with Kyle and Sutton where Sutton, where Kyle was like asking her about why she was so insensitive about Dorit and Sutton said something like, 
while like my family was burglarized at yeah. 14 and my dad was help, like shot, shot himself. Yeah, I'm so glad that Kyle was like, this isn't about you. Do you think that, okay, my question was like, cause last week we talked about like, does Sutton think that the break-in is like sketchy was the first yeah. question. And then it's like, now she's kind of, did she maybe say that personal stuff so she didn't have to like bring up what I think she, she really was saying her thought. personal stuff to sort of make to garner some empathy for her because she says she doesn't deal with burglaries well. So, right. and she has experience like bad experiences with guns and traumatic experience about guns and was, home burglaries, but it didn't like really translate because it was, you know, just kind of listing. I still feel like there's something missing there. Like something's off. It was weird the that she's like, I'm an em- right. Where she was like, I'm an empath. So like I, she in the car, yeah. someone else. She's like, I'm an empath. So like, you know, this like really hit me hard. That to me was like the worst thing she did. Cause it's like, okay, that just precludes the story of like, I didn't know how to deal. Like, don't say you're an empath. Like I wouldn't call right. myself an empath personally because. Do empaths call themselves empaths? Yeah, I think so. Alien's an empath. But, but I don't she go doesn't around go around saying, saying it. it. Right. I casually. say I'm sensitive. Um, my suspicion is that Sutton is um, just trying to find her place on the show so she does not get let go. So I think she's just trying to stir the pot a bit, maybe be the villain, just be a little bit more uh, assertive slash aggressive. I think that's, the, that's what I'm getting. I kind of felt like she secured her spot last year. With like, I thought there was like some, there was some stuff about people saying she might not come back. So I think that she's just trying. Not to, because um, they were going to kick her off, though. I feel that there's something they're not telling us with this whole with Sutton's. I don't know. There's right, th- to there's me, there missing. feels like there feels like a puzzle piece that is missing regarding Sutton's behavior sometimes, and I don't know if that's like she her the way she like negotiates reality TV. Or, I don't know. I'm hoping we find out. Really into Garcelle this season so far. Both all seasons, we've she's been. Season. I think been like all seasons. That. But I don't know. I just she's. I find her soothing amidst all the chaos. Yeah. I when she when she called Sutton out like you're full you of shit. Her. That was yeah. my. That was like I was like yes, yes. This is what we need. This is what we need. Yeah, Someone who's gonna say to their faces that you're full of yes, shit. Yes, yes, yes. I agree, and I think it's bringing out the best in the show because, like, you're seeing positive things happen with Kyle being a little bit more, you know, like less protective mm-hmm. of like the people and just being a little bit. She's not being. She's not showing her flaws, but she's calling other people. Out, yeah, you know. So I'm like, I will never. but it's it's landing. It's landing with humor, so it's good. And Garcelle, even when she's like speaking to Erica, she's still she's always she's never really like saying what she thinks the person wants to hear, which I find to be really yeah interesting and good like even when she's like she goes to work out with i think that was last episode where she went to work out with erica and she's clearly like team sutton like she she doesn't like pretend for the purpose of like the fact with the conversation that she's fine and then go back and talk shit about it later like she says it to her face face yeah i think that's a really good quality actually like in a person in general to be able to like conduct a conversation with someone who like in that situation with friends she's very good way of navigating like friendships like that she can go to erica and be honest without being like aggressive to erica or like yeah hurtful she's to assertive erica. and she is direct and that's like sort of i always think back like why it's so weird that she and sutton are best friends and it stems from that one awkward dinner they had where she's like how much money do you make <laughs> 
and Sutton's like Sutton's like excuse me she's like do you mind me asking she's like I do like well <laughs> you should tell me anyway like that was like interesting and now they're close it's because sort of like Garcelle will just like keep pushing a little bit and until I think that's sort of what she did in the show and like the beginning she wasn't really getting along with a lot of people and she was trying to find her place and now that she's like an established cast member like she feels much more comfortable like sort of calling them out more yeah like, like in friends. the right moments in the right moments and it's like friendly and it's less like antagonistic i feel like sutton like is more awkward on tv i think she's probably awkward in, in real life to some extent but i think that the fact that people seem to really like her like kyle and sutton are close garcelle and sutton are close like even she's been able to make real friendships with i think some of the cast members and you can kind of tell that they like her which makes me think that like she might just be kind of like misunderstood sometimes <laughs> like on camera or just come across differently than she like is at her, you know, at heart, I guess. Yeah. You know, the thing about Diana, I want to go back to this. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're saying that this whole like, uh, you know, younger, she's connected to Crystal, who's much younger than her husband. She's connected to Lisa, who's obviously much younger than her I don't husband. Think, I don't think Lisa's as connected to Diana, Diana? as she is, but I think that her real connection is Crystal, and uh-huh. Rena just like invited her to the invited her. Yeah, party I, I was like so funny. This is a seven. Yeah, it was like a yeah. show party. Like these are not Harry Hamlin's friends. <laughs> Did you also feel like it was like a very weirdly spaced out venue? Like there was so much room for them to move around, which was I think created more divides. Just really and the men were at their own like, table. It was yeah, just, and that, that was a really funny That's scene very where they funny were like, comment where you're like, those aren't Harry Hamlin's. <laughs> These are not Harry Hamlin friends. Only, and it was really only funny. friends too. Yeah. And it was really funny that like it was like they were showing the like the guy's conversation about like wiping your ass with like one your right hand. Yeah. Like versus like what the girls were talking about. It was very funny. Anyway. Anyway, we, I think we exceeded our three minute time limit on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That's it for this week's at Betches podcast. You can follow me at Jordana Abraham. And you can follow me at Aileen. Follow me at Sammy. And we would love if you would please leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It really helps us get good feedback and know if you are you know, enjoying the show, how we can improve. And it really means a lot to us when you write us nice reviews. So thank you. We will see you next week on the At Betches podcast. Bye. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.